Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. So I try to bring new ideas and things to do with spirituality, health, and some other topics as well. And I hope nobody opens my mind. They might not find anything there. So that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, at some point, we're all going to leave this planet. Um, most of us don't like to talk about death um, because it scares us. Because in reality, most of us don't know what exists on the other side of death. So we try not to think about things that um, scare us or we don't really know. And uh, this week I've had a few people, a few two, call me because they have members in their family that are probably going to pass away within a matter of months from cancer. And you know what's interesting? We play roles in, in our lives. We don't sort of look at it that way. You know, like me... I've had different roles that I've played in my life. Like, this is a role, right? I'm a, what is this? Podcast. <laughs> I do a podcast, you know. For the last five years, I sort of lived like a monk, you know. And something else years prior to that. And you do the same thing. Like, you play a role. You might be a teacher. Um, you might be a carpenter. You might be, oh, I don't know, CEO of a company. So what's really interesting is that, you know, when you pass away, what do you become? Because we do live on. So when you go to the other side, what are you? Like, am I a monk over there? Are you a teacher? Are you a carpenter? Um, are you, oh, I don't know, what, anything? Uh, a restaurant server? So it's interesting, isn't it? So we play these roles here in this lifetime actually based upon things that we want to do. And so when I look at my life as being somewhat solitude in a way, was for a long time, and living like a monk, because that's really my nature. And so I sort of create the environment around me to sort of fulfill the nature of who I am. It'd be like if I like eating lasagna, which I do, um, I fulfill that role by eating lasagna. You know, I'm not going to go and eat, you know, a piece of cabbage and a carrot I just pulled out of the ground kind of thing, right? So we do this with everything. We fulfill the roles of who we are. And, and that covers such a broad spectrum. Like if you're an angry person, you're going to fulfill the role of being an angry person. So you're going to find people and situations in your life in, to be angry at. If you're a peaceful person, which I am somewhat, you will... Um, <laughs> You will, I'm trying to think of what makes me unpeaceful. That's why I'm laughing. So if you're a peaceful person, you seek out and try to, you know, create peace and whatever, you know, um, because that's who you are as a person. So, so we are all these things that we are in this lifetime, you know, of what we feel that we are, because they're us. And we feel that we want to fulfill them or do them um, to make us happy. And you might say, Michael, how could somebody who's angry, be happy? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Because it gives them a sense of power. It gives them a sense of being right. It gives them power over whatever they're being angry at. Do you see? So that actually makes them happy. You know, it took me a long time um, to figure out that um, 
like I, I've had people around me even now that have a lot of drama around them. And I go, oh my God, you know, but the drama makes them happy. It gives them an emotional fulfillment in their life that is not there in other ways. So you could have two people that are in a marriage that are not very happy or very unfulfilled, and one of them could create, <laughs> sorry, could create drama to fill that emotional void. You see, so some people need that, or you know, their lives are so boring that they'll go and create drama, or whatever, to fulfill that void. You see, so this is what we do. So we play all these different roles in different ways to fulfill us. Do you see? Sadness or loneliness can be a fulfilling thing as well because you want to play it out because that's who you are. Do you see? So that's what we do. So what happens when we leave the planet? Am I still like a monk when I go to the other side, wherever it is? If you're a teacher, are you still a teacher? The answer is yes. The only difference is when I go to the other side, I'm probably not walking around in a brown robe, right? <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe I will. <laughs> so I don't know. But we fulfill because this is the most astonishing thing. And, um, and I know this is true. People think when they leave here and they go to the other side, they become somewhat enlightened. No, 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 no. There are three things, if I remember that you are when you leave here, that you are over there. One is you are still the same person. Anybody who's had visitations from loved ones um, who have passed over, and that happens a lot, you know, um, you can see they're still the same person, same personality. So you still have the same personality. Probably the second thing you realize when you go over to the other side, you're still alive. You didn't die. That's a big shock, isn't it? <laughs> The third thing is, is that all religions are there. Religions are man-made. Religions weren't created by the universe. We created religions, whatever it be, you know, Christian, Jewish, you know, whatever. Um, we create them. Or people who wanted to control people created them. As we go back and look in history, you only have to see. I mean, you can see that. So all religions are there. doesn't matter. Because we're not, we're not religions, right? We are spirits created by the universe to explore, right? And like I said, when we pass away, we're still alive. And here's an astonishing thing. Because um, I've come across this a few times. Is that when people are dying, like lying in their bed, they're actually shocked that they're dying. Because some of them will even say to you, but I don't feel like I'm dying. Well, you're not. <laughs> It's the body that's dying. It's the physical body that we use for our spirit to be in to experience the physical world. It's pretty hard to experience it as a spirit, right? Because you don't have the ability to move your arms because it's not there, right? So the whole idea, and I know I'm going to go off in places with this and I don't want to at this point, but... The reason why we have a physical body is so that us as a spiritual being can have a physical experience on this plane of being. Because obviously, when you die, you don't take your body with you. It stays here and goes back to the earth or wherever. So the spirit leaves. Do you see? And so if you believe in reincarnation, 
then at some point later on, your spirit comes back and wants to have another experience. Now, I have said this before, and other people are going to steal this from me, but I don't care, is that um, geniuses or people who are very proficient in things, um, like uh, a piano player or a cook or a chef or a great artist, and you say, how come these people are so gifted at this when they've had basically no training? It's because they've done it for 500 years before. So all the talents and everything that you learn in this lifetime, you take with you. Like I've said before um, on my podcast, that the talents that I use in this lifetime had nothing to do with education. I brought them with me as an entity or a spirit to use in this lifetime. And um, it's pretty interesting. So you do the same thing. If you're a great teacher and you feel like I tell people, if I was a great pianist and I can play piano, but you know, you don't want to listen to me, trust me. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so if I'm a great pianist, when I'm born as a child, I'm not going to crawl towards a wrench or pots and pans. I'm going to be looking at, oh, give me that piano, you know, or give me whatever, because I want to continue on with who I am. We all do it. Um, you know, like farmers, farmers like working the land. There's a great feeling of physicalness. Like I have the kind of body that needs to have, you know, physicalness. I feel really good. Um, like when I do physical things, even though <laughs> nearly everything I do is mental. That's probably why I'm so crazy. Um, but fixing things, I love this. So I know in maybe previous lifetime, you know, you know, <laughs> I have to be careful what I say here. Um, you know, I might have fixed doors or something or made things, which I know I did, you know, because I like wood and everything. I have a great appreciation for boxes. I have these boxes here, wooden boxes. I'm thinking, hmm, so maybe in a previous lifetime, I made boxes, you know, to put fragrances in. I like fragrances of different things, you know. You see, so where am I going with this? <laughs> so anyway, if you think about what your interests are and what you like, it's probably because you've done it before. So on the other side, let's call it that for the present time, you sort of continue on with these things because you're the same person. And those aspects of what you do here, which is going to sound strange to people, it's probably why I get strange emails, is that you can continue on with that where you go, right? And then you bring it back. And people say to me, why on earth would I want to come back to earth if it's so miserable? Well, you make it miserable to begin with. Let me say that. And um, because you want to do physical things, it's sort of like, why do you want to go to a lake or to experience it? Why do you want to go to the ocean to experience it? If you live out in the, you know, I don't know, the jungle. <laughs> and uh, let me go to the lake to experience it or the ocean. Do you see? It's not that different. It's, it's, it's no great mystery and it's not that complicated. I've, I have told a friend of mine, and this is very true, that we get indoctrinated with things that are not true by people who have certain interests on whatever, namely religions, right? But the truth is very simple. And really, you know, these podcasts, what they're really all about is unlearning things that you think are true. Because I've said in these podcasts, you know, everything I put in these things, you can try and you'll see that it works. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, this is a little more esoteric in its understanding. 
But um, so for those of you who are afraid of death or you have people who are going to be passing over, there's nothing to fear. There is nothing. As I've said before in my podcast, the universe is always pushing joy towards us. It's how much we open ourselves up to that joy determines how much we experience. It's the same thing there. The universe did not create us to hurt us. The universe loves us as people or entities or spirits. This is not our real home, Earth where we go to after we pass away. I hate that word. (laughs) After we transition or whatever the word is, right? That's our real home. If you read books about people who have passed over and come back, you'll see what they say about it, how joyful, how bright the colors are. And so, you know, there are things in the Bible that I agree with, the things that Christ said, not the things that everybody else wrote, which is all garbage. But the things that he said, like if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. He said the kingdom of heaven is within. He didn't say it's someplace up there. They sort of disproved that, you know, when they sent rockets to the moon. Like, where's heaven? It's supposed to be up here. It's, like, well, it's not up there, right? It exists within you. The other thing he said, as above, so is below. What he was talking about is that as it is in the other dimension of where we go, it is the same here. In other words, do they have houses? Yeah, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but it doesn't matter. Yes. I, all your friends there. Yes. So we. this is going to sound strange to you, right? It's okay. What exists on the other side, we try to duplicate here, except in a different way, in a physical form. And I know that's, you're going to be stretching your mind over that one. There's nothing to fear about death. The spirit does not experience pain in death, right? The physical body has uncomfortableness and whatever's going on in your body, right? And say one more thing about disease, because it's usually disease that leads you to death, correct? Dis-ease, right? The word disease, dis-ease. The main reason we have disease in our bodies because of that, what I just said, There is dis-ease within the spirit that manifests itself in the body as physical problems. If you want, let me say this. I was astonished at the amount of people who downloaded my last podcast on healing. It shows me that there's a lot of interest in trying to understand this. And if you're going to try to understand this to help yourself, You have to basically forget everything you know about disease, health, whatever. Dis-ease. There is dis-ease within the spirit that manifests in the body as disease. If you want to heal yourself, love yourself. It's that simple. By loving yourself, you heal the spirit. And the spirit then heals the body. What do you think heals the body? It's you in the body that heals the body. You see, so by loving who you are and creating that harmony within you, the spirit, it then creates harmony within the body. If you have harmony within the body, you can't have disease. You see, like I've told you, I was 
diagnosed with, you know, I don't know what it was, stage four melanoma, God knows how many years ago. By learning meditation and learning to like myself more, love myself more, you know, I've said this before, I've seen a doctor three, four times in 40 years, I think it is now. And this is the reason why. I mean, I had to learn it, you know, come to that understanding. So if you have problems, you know, if you have, I don't know, what's, what's hay fever or something, I don't know, your skin's falling off you or something, who knows, whatever. Learn to love who you are. If you do that, you heal the spirit of the problems that exist, which heals your body. I'm probably going to create a course on this because I can see what interest there is in this. And I can teach it, you know, you know. I don't like charging for things, uh, but I will for this because I want to continue this work. So, you know, I'll, I'll let you know anyway. Well, you know what? If you're interested, just email me. Even though I've never given an email address out, I don't think. Um, what one will I have you send it to? Send it to Michael K. McMaster at iCloud.com. So Michael K. McMaster at iCloud.com. You can email me, right? So to help you understand this, because I was shocked at the amount of interest there is in this. And so these two fit together, you know, like disease, like I might be dying, I'm going to die, you know, whatever. What happens to me, I'm going to be okay. Yes, so don't worry. So anyway, um, I'll talk more about that next week. Oh, the other thing I want to say, you know, understanding energy and spirituality, the reason why you have problems in your life because you have problems with inside of you. The problems with inside of you manifest problems in your life. I don't care what anybody says. I've seen tens of thousands of people. I know this to be true. It's not the other way around. It's not that I have a problem which gives me a problem. No, you are the problem who creates the problem. Very simple. The more that you send the feeling of love and harmony out into the universe, the more that your life starts to work and all the little problems that you have dissolve. Yes, yeah, so the time's getting away. So there's something else I want to talk about. You know, <laughs> taking my glasses off. You know, I make so much noise when I do these podcasts. Um, that's okay. All right. Give yourself permission to be. It doesn't matter what other people say or what other people think. It's okay to give yourself permission to be angry. Because it releases it. And, you know, it's okay to give yourself permission to talk to people or express what hurts you, what you don't like. Don't hold it inside. Like I've said, allow things to pass through you. And one of the ways that you allow things to pass through you is to communicate it. Rather than just leaving it inside of you so that it festers into something, and becomes something else, you know, it becomes disease or whatever. So it's really important that you give yourself permission to do everything that you want to. Don't worry about what other people think because you're giving yourself permission to be you as opposed to putting yourself into some stereotype that somebody thinks you should be. Give yourself permission to be you and live it. That's how you'll find happiness. You don't find happiness by conforming because conforming is restrictive. So you give yourself permission to reach for whatever starts to heal you. If it means telling everybody you hate the world, <laughs> then go and tell them, right? Give yourself permission to express who you are. 
If you want to go and take a class on photography and everybody thinks you're crazy, give yourself permission to do it because you're fulfilling who you are. Now, yeah, someone's texting me. <laughs> this is a big one. It's all right and give yourself permission to look after yourself first. Treat yourself with gentleness and kindness. Forgive yourself. Now, I'm going to say something about forgiveness. Let me see here. Okay, I'm nearly up in the time. We are consciousness. Now, I've done things in life that I could say, yeah, I'm not proud of, right? Let's say, for argument's sake, you have two. Let's say, for argument's sake, they were 10 years ago or 15 years ago. At that point, you are a particular person and consciousness that was enlightened to that point. Do you see? So what do I mean by enlightened to that point? Maybe that's the best that you could do. Maybe that's where your consciousness was. So you go and do something. Maybe you made somebody mad or did something or whatever, right? And so what happens is that you grow past it. And so say 10 years later, you go, oh my God, that was so terrible and everything like that. Well, guess what? You're a different person now. You're a different consciousness. And you look back at it and you go, oh, I, could have ne I would never do that now, but you did it back then because you've grown. You're a different person. Do you see? So whatever you did back then was based upon the personality or who you were or what pressure you're under. Do you see? So you sort of acted out of that. And maybe it wasn't the most enlightened thing to do. Okay. But where you are now, you're in a different place. You're in a different understanding. So you wouldn't do that. So forgive yourself. You go back and you forgive that person back there. That frees you up here. Do you see? Release pain that way. Release the burdens that you carry that way. Forgive yourself. Like I said, maybe you didn't act in the most enlightened ways. That was then, based upon the person you were then. You've grown. Forgive yourself. No burden is worth carrying when you can forgive who you are. And in the way that you do that, then it brings you to understanding of other people and what they were doing in your life, to maybe to hurt you. And you have to understand because that's where they were in their growth and understanding. So you forgive them based upon the same principle that you forgive yourself. That is the greatest gift you can give to yourself. Give yourself permission to forgive what you have done. Give yourself permission to forgive everyone else as well. And I guarantee you, your life will become a lot better for it. Thank you.